You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On the fan, two minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital, a beautiful Independence Day weekend. I know a lot of you all probably on your way to the ballpark if you're listening. Nats and Marlins getting ready to play another game in their series. Charlie Slows and Pete Methurst on the call uh, for the Nats radio network. And I mentioned it earlier. man. The Marlins have really had the Nationals number uh, as of late. The young buck Jackson Tatro set to get the start uh, for Davey Martinez's club. 405 first pitch. You can hear all the action right here on the fan once I get off of here with you all. Before we went to break, though, speaking of superstars, there's a member in this D.C. media market that writes for the Washington Post that questioned whether or not Bradley Beal was a superstar and whether or not he was able to help this franchise take the next step. Candace Buckner wrote a column, I believe it was Friday, that that we first laid eyes on the column, and I said it on Twitter when I I first saw it. I mean, she jumped off the top rope. Um, Candace Buckner does great work for the Washington Post, and she just really hit on really just the pattern of history that Washington has had when it comes to paying their athletes, and... She pretty much laid it out, and I i don't want to say it's hard to agree to say whether I agree with her or not. The headline is a called Bradley Bill signed a $251 million participation trophy. It's how she referred uh, to this max contract that Bradley Bill has inked. And, you know, the details that she used to back up what she was saying makes it hard to argue uh, with what she was talking about. She joined Grant and Danny yesterday to talk about uh, the article that she wrote. We'll play some of those clips here for you. Uh, We'll give you right now Candace Buckner on the Wizards being handcuffed by by Bradley Beal's contract. From jumpstart, really, for for over a year, they've been pretty much – dug in that they are going to give Bradley this, this max contract, which I really didn't understand because, all right, so you want to build around Brad, that's great, but now actually give some talent to him so that he can, he can play with like an uh, all-star caliber uh, type guard in the backcourt like that with John and some, um, some players in the rotation. So you're going to commit to Porzingis, and you don't know how that's going to work. He hasn't played a second with Bradley Bill. You bring in Monty Morris and Will Barton. I like those players. I really like Will. I covered him um, his rookie year in Portland. He's a great scorer. But does that make the team better? Does that give Bradley Bill the help in the East 
to actually make them maybe a top four seed. So you give him this money, but you become handcuffed in actually giving him help. But then again, it's, you know, it's, it's two people in this situation. Bradley didn't opt into 36, but he did take the, uh, the, the, the biggest amount. So that was his choice. And the Wizards just, you know, gave it to him willy-nilly. And you hear Candace Buckner in the tone uh, that she was using talking to Grant and Danny yesterday. And you got to agree with every sentiment she echoed. Look, nobody put a gun to Tommy Shepard and company's head and said, you must offer Bradley Beal the max five-year extension. I, I, I see it from both sides of the coin, right? From the Wizards' standpoint, it's more of a token of appreciation more so than it is anything else to a guy that has been the cornerstone of your franchise for the last several years, who has stuck it out, who has gotten better each year, who has been the constant professional, continued to grow and develop and work on his game. He's entrenched himself in this community. Evidence of that a few weeks back, about a month ago, refurbishing and building new courts uh, at Banneker. So he's done all the right things off the floor. On the floor, we've seen what he has the potential to be. We've seen him be a guy that is capable of leading this team in NBA in scoring. We've seen him take steps in development as a playmaker for himself and others. Because when Bradley Beal first got into the league, he was really just running off pin downs. Was a catch-and-shoot guy. Didn't really have the ability to put the ball on the floor and create his own shot. You now fast forward to this past season, and really the past three seasons, we've really seen the growth and development of Bradley Beal and just how much better he's gotten. But Candace posed a great question. You've now signed him to this mega max contract. Does that solidify you as being a top four seed in the Eastern Conference? And before we had Dave on, I was going down the top four seeds in the Eastern Conference this past season. And I'll do so here again real quick. Miami, the one seed from this past year, they're only going to get better. They're right in the thick of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. They are right in the thick of the Kyrie Irving sweepstakes. They're always going to be right in the thick of things because they have an identity and a culture that they have established down there in Miami. Eric Spolstra has been preaching the same thing for over a decade. And that comes from even more experience in that culture, in that locker room. Spolstra starts off as a video guy, ends up the next head coach of the team, and has now you know, entrenched himself as one of the best coaches in the NBA. Pat Riley has been a part of that, building that culture. They're a place that can attract free agents, as we've seen them do multiple times in the past. They draft well. So Washington, if you're going to pay a guy big money like this, you have to be good at the other things. And this is no slight to Tommy Shepard and company. It's just the facts of the situation. And it's not all just Tommy Shepard. Some of this dates back to Ernie Grunfeld. You must draft well, and the Wizards simply haven't. I would have less of an issue 
with Bradley Beal getting this mega extension, if the front office was better at their job, if the scouts were better at their job, one thing I know Tommy Shepard and company know how to do, they can trade. They can put together a good deal. And I praise them for that. They have been uber creative in how they've added talent to this roster. But as Candace alluded to, it's going to be a lot harder to add talent to this roster when Bradley Beal's contract is eating up so much of your cap space. It's hard for you to go out and acquire more talent in the traditional form of signing free agents. You got to do it the unconventional way. Participate in three and five team trades to make sure compensation works out for everybody and you're still improving. This is something that, look, they're just going to have to learn to get better at. We look at Miami, they're not going anywhere. Boston, they just added Malcolm Brogdon and Danilo Gallinari, shoring up the only other two holes on this roster. Talking about the point guard position and then another score off the bench. And what I love that Boston was able to do, they did that without losing anybody of significance. They threw in a 2024 first-round pick, but who cares? What value is that pick going to have when the Celtics are going to be in the championship conversation? You're talking about potentially the 29th pick in the draft. So look, if you're Washington here, I'll say this. Reevaluate and reassess things come the trade deadline. I think that's when we can take another bird's-eye view at this situation. Because you're banking on a lot of things happening that aren't guarantees. You're banking on the health of Chris Stapps Porzingis, who has struggled to stay on the floor throughout the duration of his career. The talent has never been in question when it comes to Chris Stapps Porzingis. That's can he stay healthy? You're, you're, you're banking on Kyle Kuzma, who had a career year in 2021. You're banking on him giving you that same type of performance here this season. You're banking on that. You're banking on Bradley Beal to return to his all-NBA form. Because I mentioned it earlier, last year, that's not going to cut it for a $251 million player. That's not going to cut it. And I think Washington's well aware of that. I think they are. MGM National Harbor listener lines, 1-800-636-1067. Tap in with me. What do you think the ceiling is for the Washington Wizards now that the dust has settled? Let's go to Scott in Columbia. What do you think, Scott? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Not too bad. Uh, first, Tommy was left a ridiculous mess by uh, Ernie Grunfeld, who arguably one of the worst GMs in basketball history. And how he lasted 16 years, I have no idea. Says a lot about the owner, Scott. Yeah, well, I mean, Abe was loyal to everybody to a fault. I actually worked for the Bullets from 92 to 96 in the front office. So I was aware of what was going on. And, you know, just some of the stuff they did back then was what it was. But, you know, they're talking about, you know, we should have traded Beal two years ago. If they traded him to Miami, which was the biggest talk, and, you know, they're talking about getting Tyler Hero and a couple other fillers maybe two or three first-round draft picks, which would have been in the 20 to 30 range, which usually aren't even players that have much of an impact. I just don't think it makes any sense to start over like that with nothing. 
Um, you got to put the best guys you can around them. I like what they've done. I know there's talk about John Collins. I want to get your opinion on that. Because looking at the roster, the only guy they can trade that is even close in salary, and it'd be more than him as well, would be a Kyle Kuzma. And at this point, to be honest, I'd rather have Kuzma than uh, John Collins. What's your thought on that? I, I agree with that sentiment of having Kuzma over John Collins. Look, there's a reason the Atlanta Hawks are trying to cut bait with John Collins. He doesn't play no damn defense. That, that's that right. been the biggest problem uh, for John Collins. Look, I think he fits what the Wizards are trying to do offensively. He's somebody that can stretch the floor. He can play in the pick and roll and be a rim runner. But I, I think Kuzma has more upside, you know, in my opinion. But, Scott, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll push back on something you said here, Scott. The teams that are contending and making it in this league, sometimes – you got to tear everything down before it gets better. Look at the Philadelphia 76ers and the teardown that they had to go through. Look at the Chicago Bulls and the teardown that they had to go through. Look at the Atlanta Hawks and the difference between this Atlanta Hawks team we see now and the Atlanta Hawks team that we saw John Wall torture in that playoff series when he ends up breaking his hand. So, so, so I'll say this, Scott. Sometimes the best course of action is to tear it down because you're paying this young man $251 million and to be completely honest and transparent with you, your ceiling right now only looks like a top six seed, if you're lucky, in the Eastern Conference. Right, I, I agree. Five, six is probably the best they can do. I mean, I want to see him, you know, what Persingas can do if he stays healthy with Beal and Kuzma and everybody together. But if you look at how they started last year when they were 10 and three, it's because they were playing good defense and they literally stopped. And, you know, they can they, they were scoring with everybody, and, you know, you can score all the points you want. If you can't stop people in crunch time it's gonna be hard or at least make it harder for them to score, you're not going to go anywhere. The only thing about that 10-3 and three start that I'll say is it might have been fool's gold. If you remember during that 10-3 and three start how well the team did in overtime games. We saw yes, several buzzer games. beaters. So it really, you know, might have been fool's gold for the start. And look, I know Wes Unsell Jr. was brought in here to change this team's culture defensively. It takes more than one season to change a culture. Right. I mean, the whole thing with Spencer Dinwiddie, I have no idea, you know, how that blew up. And they said he went to, on to Dallas and was pretty successful doing exactly what we kind of needed him to do here. But obviously it didn't work. Uh, to be able to, you know, if you look at the moves Tommy has made, you know, he got Gafford for spare parts. He got Porzingis, and he was unable to load uh, David, you know, Berton's contract. And also, Dinwiddie that didn't work on this, Scott. He was unable to. He was able to get Berton's contract off the books, but he's the one that paid Berton's all that damn money. I, I agree. So he's good at cleaning up his own messes, and I appreciate the call, right. Scott. Look, it, it's it's a tough situation to gauge here if, if you're Washington because you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, pretty much when it comes to extending Bradley Beal or, 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 or letting him walk and trading him for parts. Uh, we'll get into more of Candace Buckner and, and her sit-down on Grant and Danny yesterday uh, on the other side of this break. Continue to tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We've got to take a quick timeout when we come back. More of Candace Buckner and her visit with the Grant and Danny show yesterday right here on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I want to give a big thanks to Dave Johnson joining me in the 1 o'clock hour. Talking all things Wizards, the radio play-by-play voice an originator of the radio party hopping on with me here on the fan. You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham here with you until three 30 before I hand the ball over to Charlie slows and Pete Methurst of the Nats radio network as they'll get you ready for Nats and Marlins. Keep tapping in with me guys. I know if you're on the way to the beach, uh, going to see your relatives, whatever on this independence day weekend, I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, with me. Uh, before we went to the break, though, we were chewing on some of what Candace Buckner had to say on the Grant and Danny show yesterday. We'll continue to get into more of that sound. But first, I want to take a few of your calls here and I'll reset it here. What are your expectations for the Washington Wizards now that the dust has settled and we've seen the moves that they've made? Do you think they are in position to make another big time move? Would you be okay if they went into camp with this roster? And if they do, what's the ceiling for this group? Tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to my man, Paulie, from the 757 to give his take. What's going on, Paulie? You know what's good, man. Hell to the W. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Hey, look, man. I don't. I didn't really agree with this re-signing Bradley Bill to 250 a year, whatever. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to give a slow clap to Bradley Bill. I never hate on a man for getting his money. You know well, what I mean? We don't pocket that watch. We don't pocket watch. You know, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so hey, man. Hey, hey. Hey, drinks on Bradley Bill this weekend. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, so, let, let's just move forward, man. Let's not even cry over spilt milk. And and, and, I, and I'm going to compare this to uh, the Atlanta Hawks. See, what the Wizards need to do now is they need to gain an identity. Now, I looked at the Atlanta Hawks. They had Trey Young. Trey Young could fill it up. But what they did was they concentrated on playing defense and they shot three pointers. You know what I mean? They had a rim they got they got their, they had the rim protector in um what's my man, you know, big boy, I can't think of his name right now, but they had the rim 
Capella, there you go. They had a rim protector in Capella, and they had a bunch of guys that could fill it up, you know, that could shoot from the outside. Nobody who could really take it to the hole or anything like that, but had a bunch of shooters in Trey Young. Now, fast forward, they had DeJounte Murray, you know, two years later after a run to the finals. So this is what the Wizards need to do. They need to have an identity on how they want to set their offense, you know what I mean? And they need to they need to be concentrating on defense. Yeah. Because if you don't have Hall of Fame players to erase your deficiencies and your problems, you need to have an identity and you need to work moving forward on that. So, uh, you know, if they do that, you know, if West if, if West West um my man um, West come out there and be like, you know, we gonna concentrate on defense, you know what I mean? And the offense is gonna revolve around you know shooting that three, pushing the ball or whatever. Then I think it could work. Until they can make another move like Atlanta just did with uh, DeJounte Murray or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and I agree I, with I'm a little positive with it. Even though I didn't like the move, but moving forward, that's what needs to happen with them. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Paulie. And look, Hall of Fame call right there because he echoed everything I said previously. This group needs to find an identity. And what's been so frustrating about Washington here, even last year, damn it, because let's be straight up. This team, and my, and my older Wizards fans can go back with me here, this team hasn't played defense since Randy Whitman was the head coach. Straight up like that. This team hasn't competed on the defensive end since Randy Whitman was the head coach of this basketball team. And, and there was major frustration from me a season ago and even up to the end of this year with not just Wes Unsell Jr., but the entire coaching staff. Wes was brought in here to solidify Washington's defense, correct? That's what he was brought in here to do. The Wizards were one of the worst defenses in basketball a season ago. So where was the improvement? What did Wes do in year one? Yes, they got out to the historic 10-3 and start. Best start since Nixon was in office. Yes, they got out to that start. But they came crashing down to earth. And I mentioned it was Scott, one of the, the, the caller earlier. Yes, they got out to that 10-3 and three start. But did you see how many close games that they played in? Did you see the buzzer beaters that were made? Did you see the amount of overtime performances? It's fool's gold. It's fool's gold. It wasn't a legit 10-3 and three start. And you saw it when, when, when the season started to wear on. This team couldn't guard anybody. Which is why you heard Tommy Shepard and Wes Unsell Jr. anytime they got in front of a microphone say that, look, we need to add some dogs to this team. We need to add some dogs to our unit. We need to add guys that can contain the basketball off the bounce. And I'll give them this. Yes, it might not have looked pretty last year, and they can blame the personnel and say that they didn't have the personnel to be good defensively. That ain't no damn excuse in 2022. They have the personnel now. You brought in a guy, Monty Morris and Will Barton. I read you the stat earlier. Both guys, top 20 in the entire NBA in defensive real plus minus rating. And for my hoop heads out there, that, def- that, that real defensive plus minus rating, one of the most accurate analytic stats out there. And it's something that I know for sure Tommy Shepard and company look at when they're evaluating their guys. We were reacting initially to Candace Buckner and her appointment yesterday on the Grant and Danny show. And you can check out her article on thewashingtonpost.com. I mean, just just a great article from Candace. She always does great work. Basically said it was a $251 million 
participation trophy. We'll continue to talk about that, and I'll take more of your calls. We'll take one more call uh, before I go to the break. Let's go to Mark in Largo, who wants to give us his thoughts uh, on the Wizards deals. What's going on, Mark? Hey, hey how you doing? Um, look, look I, I understand they had to give Bradley Beal the money, and I get it. I, I, I wouldn't have done it. I probably would have moved on, but I still think that's a – that's a contract you could probably move within a year or two or something like that. But my biggest issue with, with the Wizards is I think they're going to have to make a decision on Rui and Denny because both of them pretty much play the same position. Now, me personally, I like Denny because he does play defense, that he has problems with athletic players. And I think that, that was evidently clear going down in half the season. He just could not guard anybody that was extremely athletic. And Rui isn't really that – I mean, he – tries for defense, but he but he is what he is. He, I think he, he, he the isn't guy, the Kawhi Leonard that they promised. No, he's not. He's not. And and here's the other thing too. I hear there's rumors about Collins Kuzma for Collins. I wouldn't trade Kuzma for Collins. Hell no. Now, I would trade I, I would trade Kuzma for Pascal Siakam, but I wouldn't trade him for Collins. I mean, because when I look at both of them, Kuzma does everything that you that you get that Collins does at a cheaper rate. I don't know why everybody wants to pass and say, let's, let's move. Kuzma was one of the, I thought he was the best player on the team, the most consistent player on the team last season. Outside of KCP, 100%. On the team. Yeah, I mean, now, I think with, with Porzingis, I, need, I think he needs to put on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. They may have something with that, but look, I think Johnny Davis could potentially be the next Bradley Bill in about another year and a half. But, again, I think the big thing is they're going to have to make a decision on Rui and, and Denny. Denny, I think I would keep Denny, me personally. But yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate the call, Mark. Yeah, he hit on it. They they have a lot of redundancy right now on the roster, specifically at that power forward position. Mark hit on it excellently. They're going to have to make a decision. Rui Hachimura is going to want to get that bag at season's end. He, he's scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent. Denny. It's coming up on a contract year in two more seasons. They're going to have to make a, a big-time decision on what to do with this log jam at the wing spot. We'll continue to take your calls on the Wizards here on the other side of this break. I promised you last time before we went to break, but we'll do it for real. Coming back, more of Candace Buckner from the Grant Danny show yesterday. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the fan. Five years old, my grandma, who really I credit for getting me into the media industry, we were watching, it was an episode of SmackDown, and I'll never, it was Raw, excuse me. And, you know, Jim Ross is going crazy, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. And, and you know, it made me want to get into the play-by-play, which, which led me into this. But, you know, we're getting excited. I think this is when, this is when Stone Cold returned to take down the Alliance. With the beer truck. No, no, no. No, no. This is when, uh, before Invasion, mm. when he returns, my God. It's Stone Cold. It's Stone Cold. It's the real Stone Cold. And he comes and just whips everyone's ass in the ring. And he leads them into invasion. But during that time, when we're all excited about Stone Cold, we hear the glass break, my grandma drops her Milwaukee Best Ice on the coffee table. And five-year-old Linnell thought he was a Teletubby when they used to suck up the custard with the vacuum. I, I-, I began to start drinking the beer right off the coffee table. And the face I made probably should be framed. 
one of the worst experiences of my life, and I haven't liked beer ever since. And look, I, I, I just graduated college a year and a half ago, so or a year ago, and I don't think I drink one beer in my four years of college. You look like a White Claw guy. You get down with the claws. <laughs> That's it, my man Cody Betts. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Ain't no, look, I like that saying. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. I'll tell you this. Actually, I probably can't tell you this. Might get me in trouble on the air. But look, we'll, we'll get back to the wizard stuff here. We'll continue to take uh, some of your calls. Uh, right now, I want to play for you guys the second clip uh, from Candace Buckner, who had an appointment yesterday with the Grant and Danny radio program, talking about the article in the column that she wrote in the Washington Post yesterday about Bradley Beal in his new extension. Here's Candace Buckner on the difference between Tommy Shepard and Ernie Grunfeld. I thought once Tommy took over, I thought he was going to really distinguish himself from the previous decade when he was the assistant GM to Grunfeld and really like make his mark. Tommy, for all intents and purposes, for all I know, is a very sharp dude, very clever. And I thought he was going to try to do the things that Ernie should have done you stick with the guy for too long. You may stick with the coach for too long, but understand how the league is being played and then move on. That hasn't happened here. So I, that does make me think, is Ted just really in love with having, um, you know, this face, this very talented player? Is he just very, very into having a face of the franchise instead of building it up, going through some really gritty years and building it back up that we have seen work Memphis, we're seeing it work with Boston uh, because they actually were bad enough to build it back up. The guy who signs the checks is Ted Leonsis. So, yes, he's the one that has the final say, and this is how his team is going to be constructed, and this is what we're going to do. Hold on. I, 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 we, we said we'd get a chance to use this, Denton. She hit it. She hit it right on the head. She hit it on the damn head. She hit it on the head. Don't point your blame in the direction of Bradley Beal. Don't point your blame in the direction of Tommy Shepard. This is on Billionaire Ted, man. This is on Billionaire Ted. Candace hit it right on the nose. There is a fear within this organization, and it starts from the top with Ted Leonsis, of tanking and being bad to where you're not filling up seats in Cap One Arena, where you're not good enough to make the play-in tournament, where you get to sell playoff tickets. There's a fear of doing it the right way. And Candace mentioned some some of the Wizards, uh, uh, some of the Wizards, other teams in the Eastern Conference, excuse me, that that move this way. We saw the Atlanta Hawks tear it down after they were stuck in the middle and couldn't get out of their own way. We saw Boston go through a significant rebuild when they dealt KG and Paul Pierce. We saw it happen. We saw it happen. We saw it happen to Philadelphia. We saw it happen to Chicago. We saw it happen to Miami. Everybody has to go through it. But according to Ted Leonsis, it's not the Wizards. The Wizards are above that. D.C. above all, clearly the above all is tanking. They're above all forms of tanking. Because the rewards on the other side of tanking can be so rich and fruitful that it'll make you forget all about those two seasons 
where you couldn't win 20 games a damn year. It'll make you forget all about those two years where you're selling tickets for $7 a pop. It'll make you forget all those years where you're not in the postseason. Look at the Boston Celtics. Look at the Celtics. It's so crazy and infuriating because we have specific concrete examples right in front of our face as to how to do this thing, as to how to build this from the ground up. So the next time you want to get mad at Bradley Beal and you want to be all in his pockets for accepting $251 million, the next time the fruit flies are getting crazy in here. I've tried tried to go long enough without mentioning mentioning this on air. I'm in here swatting, moving back and forth, swaying. I mean, it's gotten ridiculous. You're damn near gator chopping and just trying to (laughs) smack these dudes. Look look like I'm going through a defensive line drill, working on my hands, just trying to get the fruit flies out of my face. And it's making me even more mad about what I'm talking about with this basketball team that I love. Because I know what it takes. Hell, Washington has gone through it themselves. But this was at the end of owner Abe Poland's tenure. May God rest his soul. They had to tank to get out of the situation that they were in. They gave uh, Gilbert Arenas that terrible contract. They blew up that squad. They traded Karan Butler. They traded Anton Jameson. I had to watch guys like Darius Sangaila play basketball. Darius Sangaila. Tell me what you know about Darius Sangaila. That's a pull. I liked Darius Sangaila. He was a bucket. I w- I was more. I I wasn't a huge fan of like Alexei Petrov, but I was I was more of a Sangaila guy. <laughs> Dominic McGuire didn't move the needle for you, Denton. Oh, you know what? You know it's funny that you mentioned Dominic McGuire and Alexei Petrov. My biggest regret in life is that I have their signatures <laughs> on an authentic Gilbert Arenas jersey. Oh my god! Oh, it's what a parting gift. Mm. But yeah, that, that's we had to endure those rough seasons. And guess what was what was on the other side of the door? John Wall. John Wall. You had to do it again while John Wall was here because you couldn't win by himself. And guess what was on the other side of that door? The young man you just signed to a $251 million contract, Bradley Beal. See it through, my boy. See it through. Because normally when you tank, There's something waiting for you on the other side of the door that could be better than what you got in your building already. And I know it's tough to hear that. I know nobody wants to watch. I know nobody wants to sit sit through that. But sometimes you got to do it. Look at Philly. Everyone was clowning Joel Embiid, calling him fat, saying he wasn't in shape, didn't care about basketball enough. Should have won MVP this past season. That's the Philadelphia 76ers trusting in their process. Ernie Grunfeld, I mean, not Ernie Grunfeld, excuse me. Ted Leonsis and company need to find their process and stick the hell to it. For us. I'll take some of your calls here before we get to the break. Let's go to Rob in D.C. What do you got to say about this Bradley Beal situation and the Wizards as a whole? Hey, what's up, man? First of all, it's just, you know, just what you said, you know, piggyback on everything you said and the young lady wrote. I mean, it's just uh, very, uh, very frustrating to go through this purgatory for, you know, I'm, I'm 60, so, you know, 30 and 40 years of this, man. It's just, just very disgusting 
uh, uh, disappointing, you know, from to be from D.C. You know, basketball city, man. It's just a rich tra- tradition and all these players that come through here. And, you know, we just can't some way, somehow, uh, come, you know, compete for NBA championship uh, because it's very disturbing. Uh, for for the best player in the world, it's right from here. As far as I see it, I'm saying right now, Kevin Durant won't, won't even take a meeting. I mean, because he see how they operate. So he's saying, I don't even want to meet with y'all. I, you know, I'm I'm from there. I'm from here. I don't I don't even want to meet. You know, and that's that's yep. real bad. That's a travesty. We can't even get the best player in the world who's from here. He's a DC guy, but he just don't want nothing to do with the Wizards. Because he see how they run their operation, and then also the Bradley Bill moved. I didn't agree with it. Of course, it's going to take his money. You know, I get that part. Uh, so you know, I'm not mad at Brad. And then uh, you know, like you said, they they have to take a fall to 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 get better. They keep they keep staying mediocre. You know, being in the middle of the pack, that's going to get you nothing. So I don't know, man. I, I thought, boy, I, I was hoping that when they sold that team, Robert Johnson would have bought the team. I think would have been a different outcome. Uh, when they were when they were for sale years ago, uh, but you know, Taylor Jones just won the rights to it, or what would have you. So uh, it's just tra- you know, just mediocre uh, purgatory. I mean, what can you do, man? You know, so I, I don't know. It's just frustrating, man. I'm, I'm frustrated. I tell you, it's just tough. It's tough. Rob, I share your frustrations, and I appreciate the call, my man. It's it's hard, and I really, really, really feel for for guys like Rob who are in the older crowd. 60 years old, 40-plus years old, who have seen nothing but this for decades on end. Decades on end. And I think Rob presented us with an interesting viewpoint of this whole thing, right? No, we cannot blame Bradley Beal for signing a $251 million extension. We cannot do that. Be fools to do that. We can blame... Tommy Shepard and company for offering it to him, though, right? And look, I look at it like this, right? I think we can blame blame Bradley Beal a little bit, too. Because all Bradley Beal has echoed this entire time is that he wants this team to put a contender around him, right? The old Mike Singletary line, I want winners. That's what Bradley Beal the ultimatum, pretty much, that he gave Tommy Shepard and company. Either put some pieces around me, I'm getting the hell up out of town, right? But if you take a drive up I-95, right, and you go to the Wells Fargo Center where the Philadelphia 76ers play basketball, their star player, who's done a lot more in his career and in the postseason than Bradley Beal, James Harden, he looked himself in the mirror and he said, look, I want to win, right? I want to win. I mean, it's getting crazy in here with these fist blocks. But look, James Harden says, I want to win. Right? He opts out of his deal, talks to Sixers management and says, look, I'm going to take a pay cut so we can continue to improve this roster. Why in the hell couldn't Bradley Bill do that? That's my problem. That That's the big issue I have with this. You say you want to win. But when it's time to do the things that it takes to win, when it's time to make the sacrifices that it takes to win, your ass is nowhere to be found. You sitting up playing PlayStation, counting your $251 million check while we're still out here running with potentially Denny Avdia at the three. 
but you want to win. We had to go trade for Monty Morris because we didn't have enough money to go out and sign a guy like Jalen Brunson. We didn't have enough money to go out and, and, and allocate real resources toward the point guard position. You know why? Because Bradley Beal is eating all the Wizards' cat. So that's something to think about there for Wizards fans who want to do nothing but jump on this front office and get mad at them. Look at the players' perspective of it, too. And I don't want to hear, this isn't about me pocket-watching Bradley Beal. This is about me just holding somebody accountable to the damn things that they say. If you say that you want to be a part of a winner, make the sacrifices that winners make. Tom Brady's did it. LeBron James's did it. James Harden's doing it. Bradley Beal, the ball's in your court. We got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, new staple. Here on Overtime with Linnell Willingham called If I Was a Better. I'll have my locks for you guys here for the Independence Day weekend, where you should be putting your money at. NBA Summer League starting up. MLB is in full swing. Where should you be putting your paper? I'll tell you next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If I was a better. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 Welcome back. Leno Willingham here with you on the fan. 55 minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. Here with you until 3.30 before I hand the ball off to Charlie Slows and Pete Methurst as they'll have our radio coverage of Nats and Marlins. Jackson Tatro on the bump for D.C. here. And I want to start there. New feature, if I was a better. I'm going with if I was a better because I'm not a better. Gambling, I don't have enough money for that. But I know my stuff. I know my stuff. You guys probably obviously can see that. Very well-rounded, knowledgeable. That's what you come here for. It's what you listen to me for, right? Well, now you can take that knowledge and win some money off of it potentially with if I was a better. Now, my favorite thing if I was a better, to bet on was hoops, the NBA. Lucky enough for us, Summer League kicking off today. The L.A. Lakers Summer League squad going against the Miami Heat Summer League squad. The over-under is set at 162.5. Now, the way these Summer League games go, especially the first one, you got to think about it. These are guys who are Fringe NBA players trying to make it in the big leagues. Trying to take that next step. 
trying to see if they're really about it, about it. Lakers heat today, 5 o'clock. Take the under on this one. The total is 162.5. Take the under on this one. And I gave you my reason there. It's going to be some sloppy basketball play tonight, and I don't expect a lot of points to be scored. Take the under on this one because just for the simple fact of these guys ain't no good. <laughs> They're no good. Yes, you could have your outlier performance in the summer league where somebody goes crazy. You know, but not this time. I think this week, Lakers Heat take the under in the summer league game. We'll switch things over to Major League Baseball here, and I'll keep it local for you guys. Washington Nationals and Miami Marlins. Jackson Tatro uh, on the bump for the Nats. The run line right now is at nine and a half. It's at nine and a half. Take the under. You take the under for one of two reasons. One, the young man Jackson Tatro that I'm talking about right now has been legit in his last two starts here with the Nationals. He has. Dating back, to, I believe it was last week against the Rangers, he got the start, played really good ball. Then he's coming off a uh, start before that where, where, where he played great ball. Jackson Tatro is the main reason why tonight I'm telling you to take the under on the run line. Nine and a half is what it's set at. And if you national fans out there know this, the Miami Marlins have had our number. For a while now. So I don't expect a lot of runs to be scored by the Nationals because we just stink against the Miami Marlins. And I don't expect the Marlins to do too much because Jackson Tatro's on the bump. Jackson Tatro's on the bump. One earned run in his last start against the Rangers. Start before that against Philly. A good Philadelphia Phillies lineup. Oh, nope, nope, no big deal. Seven, seven innings pitched. Zero earned runs, couple strikeouts, doing his thing. So take the under in both of the plays I gave you tonight. Heat Lakers Summer League, 162 and a half. Take the under on that because it's Summer League basketball, and we're going to play these unders until we get proven wrong. And then take the under in Marlins Nats at the, the run total, nine and a half. Jackson Tatro's on the pump, on the bump, and, and could potentially be the next rotational piece for the Nats here. In their, in their pitching staff. And we suck against the Marlins. So that's that. The first installment. If I was a better. When we come back, we'll talk more NBA. I'll give you my biggest winners so far of free agency. You don't want to miss that. GM's getting uber aggressive out here to try to acquire talent. Is Tommy Shepard following the model of the NBA? Or is he swaying his own course? Don't go anywhere. I'll tell you on the other side of this break. Linnell Willingham here with you on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.